so I reiterate here, the bill is dead. The story of this great city is about the years before this night. What's up? Welcome to Ho Ho Hong Kong. This is Andy Curtin. I'm just doing a little intro for our podcast this week to give uh, somewhat of an explanation. So basically, we've changed a few things on the podcast. We took a little bit of a break, but now we're back. Um, And what we're doing now, Vivek and I are live streaming at 11 a.m. every Sunday. Uh, We did it last week, and for those of you that tuned in, Something went wrong with the sound. We ended up with with an echo and chipmunks voices. So we made the executive decision not to release that. Uh, we've done it again. Uh, this we've done, done a podcast again this week, which I'm about to go into the live stream recording of. Um, we screwed it up the first time, and then as we got the sound was screwed, and as we came back on the second time. I didn't introduce it properly, so that's what I'm doing right now, and just to let you know what's going on. So if you wanna get in on the live stream, 11 a.m. Hong Kong time every Sunday. You've got to go through the Podbean app, which is kind of annoying, but it's the only way we can do it. Um, And then I'll be releasing every recording on Monday morning at the old time. So if you can't get the live stream, don't worry. You're still going to catch it. And with that, let's get into the episode. Okay, we're on. Oh, Great. Oh, yeah. All right. Good Lord. Sorry, Woo. guys. Thanks for jumping over. Sound great. No echo or chipmunk. Yes, Bang. we did it. Oh, yeah. Now we have to fake the chipmunks for the entire podcast. That's right. We're going to fake it. <laughs> Hello, it's me. Hello. That's Hello. what I think I sound like normally, though. <laughs> like if someone says, hey, Andy, you sound like a chipmunk. My first thought isn't, oh, we have an audio issue. Yeah, yeah. you think like that's actually my voice. <laughs> yeah. I, well, thank you. Uh, well, I can relate to a character. Not the manliest person I know. Yeah, I yeah, can, yeah. I can acknowledge uh, that. Okay. I mean, like, you know, you don't need that that voice of like, good morning, everyone. So, yeah, we were talking about the blue sky, which is still blue, shockingly. Like, so, well, full disclosure, we've yeah. been booted out of the comedy club. So, we're recording at WeWork, and WeWork are open but yeah. i guess they decided no one was coming here so yeah turn on their acs so we're basically recording this in a sauna right yeah. now yeah i like like literally with the sun blazing the sunlight coming through the windows and we're in a room where there are air conditioners but they're not on yes i can like that just I can hear something right? they're just teasing us like that's, that's the like, air conditioners are just ongoing yeah we're here. Yeah, but we're not here. But we're not doing anything. Yeah, it's like one of those things, you know, if the tree falls and no one's there to hear, did it really fall kind of deal? Well, the aircon's there, but it didn't really do anything. Is it really there? Tim's asking if there's a way to turn them on. I mean, I, I could probably go down to the first floor and ask the people working here, but that's his... Uh, I think it's a cool challenge. I yeah, mean, like, we'll this would be it. pretty fun. It's I mean, show business, baby. Yeah, that's right. The show must go on. Exactly. There's no reason not to have the show. I mean, it's not like there's an audience complaining. <laughs> there's not a questionnaire at the end of this. And if anyone... You guys can play. Probably- <laughs> <laughs> said this is officially a weather podcast, <laughs> dude. The, the thing is, like, I don't know if you've ever been to. Yeah, the, dude, the, there are taps of beer here. No, they're definitely locked. There's Stella. There's Guaylo, which you can't drink. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I can drink <laughs> for for uh, legal reasons, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. So. If you've ever been to the WeWork on Wyndham Street, yeah, it is. It used to be we're on the top floor. Yeah, this used to be, I believe, Azure. That was the club. It used there was to be two a nightclub, and yeah, it you, is. 
And I remember like unbelievable would, view. It's beautiful. I mean, the floor we're on is the the higher floor of the. Hey, my buddy Andrew Dial's on. Hi, hey, dude. What's up? Was what's just up? chatting to him. Yeah, just like you know. So we are actually in this nice, big, beautiful room. It's got speakers. It's got books, sofas, chairs, everything. Like the whole shebang, except the and one thing, which is actually thousand degrees. Yeah, yeah exactly. The, the one thing that we need is yeah, a are, livable climate. Yeah, I mean, I did consider like there's a little fridge that we use, like you took a drink from itself, and and I was thinking like, what if we move everything over there? Just record in the fridge that or keep the fridge doors open oh yeah no that's not what i was thinking <laughs> yeah inside the fridge i don't know about the acoustics of that yeah i don't know you know the echo of the fridge i mean i've never used an audio app that kind of you know fix fridge audio okay. hey i'm andrew does time cheers man dude it's great to see you slash hear from you in any form um so the point that we were making though is sitting up here it's been the skies in hong kong have been so blue and yeah. i don't have a lot of experience do you realize that, wait, let me think about it. I, I have lived in Hong Kong yeah. under COVID longer than I haven't. <laughs> Welcome to that. Hong Kong. Yeah. Yeah. We, this is this is our way of welcoming people now. We're just like, you know what? Just, just stay put. Just stay put. One Don't my, do anything. One of my favorite jokes of Turner's was when he arrived in Suzhou, like right after uh, SARS. Yeah. And oh, man. He, was like, he was like seeing everyone with... See, like homeless people yeah, yeah, yeah. with face masks on. Yeah. He was like, man, I'll let anyone be a doctor here. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> yeah, you're like, I, mean, I know the stereotype, but this is too <laughs> yeah. much. Is the competition so high that you could still be homeless yeah, when guy you're a doctor? A, the guy's running a dermatology unit under a bridge. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, space is limited and, you know, there's a higher demand than supply and what can you do? But yeah. So we were talking, though, in uh, our minute of being on the no audio feed. Yeah that uh ryan heineck one of our buddies is a comedian he does a lot of hiking which hiking Vivek, yeah that, that's when you walk outside voluntarily in nature yeah voluntarily yeah <laughs> why <laughs> you like i mean that is such disrespect to any the person who invented buses and the wheel yeah well i don't with to respect that guy uh Og, fair enough Probably dead anyway fucking cave eight yeah um, exactly cave eight yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So they didn't have numbers when they had Okay, look. so you guys decided to walk where you, to a place for no intended purpose. Dude, it's the best. I've been that, that's the one thing about the situation right now is yeah. that we can go into nature. It's like one of the few things you can do. In Fair fact, enough. I don't know if you saw this, but there was a banker, uh, this is really sad. Two little kids just fell off the edge of a cliff. The other way. That's why I don't go hiking. And passed away. <laughs> yeah. I've never fallen off my chair and passed away. Yeah, I've never had that happen. Will eventually. <laughs> <laughs> I will come. be on a bed, sir. Let yeah. me tell you that. With this lack of actual I'm, exercise. I'm investing like, in a proper yeah. bed, a deathbed. My health's fine. I sit in a chair all day. Yeah, I have trees. I have a monitor I can look at. But anyway, okay. Hikers, so you guys are, hikers are campers who quit halfway. There you go. From yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're not stopping. We're gonna keep going, guys. Burn those calories. So, okay, so, so were they were, I wasn't with with them, okay. but. He was saying that there is a trail they do on Lantau Island, yeah. um, which is, is that, that's in the west That's of Hong Again, Kong? it's an island separate from <laughs> the city. Again, The city's why? on an island. What's the necessity? And he said that they could see Hong Kong City, like the Hong Kong Island, and they'd never been able to do that before. Yeah. In like 17 years or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing that trail. And so that says a lot about really how blue the skies are these days. And another thing is that we were hiking near Tung Tung yeah. and we could see Shenzhen and Shenzhen, the factories are on and there's clearly pollution over Shenzhen. Yeah. And my takeaway from that was that maybe 
the, a lot of the pollution on Hong Kong isn't actually from mainland China. Well, it could be. I mean, like there's there fewer planes now, right? So that that contributes a lot to pollution in general. I remember uh, people aren't driving so much. I mean, I'm not hiking, so less carbon dioxide for me. <laughs> You're welcome, world. Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing my part. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm not. I'm taking slower breaths now. You know, I'm taking with that, deeper with breaths. That, with that plastic bottle of water you got there? Well, it's a reused plastic bottle of water. Oh, yeah? <laughs> so, like, compared to your little aluminum cans, sir. Yeah, well, I, okay, all right, all right. Isn't plastic more likely to kill seal? I don't know. Well, I mean, the seals again, carbon dioxide generator. So I'm trying to help. Ew. All right, okay. So, so you were, so they were feeling a sense of accomplishment that they could see Hong Kong. Well, they were just, it was just indicative of how clear the skies are. Right, right. And the other thing that I was saying is that they were like, okay, so what is Hong Kong? What is it in Hong Kong that's causing all the pollution? And the suggestion from somebody was that it's the ships. Apparently, burn, yeah. burn a lot of bad I'm pretty, stuff. Well, that's highly likely. I mean, they're big, you know? Here we go. Of course, Andrew Dale, of course he knows this. All right. He said 70% of Hong Kong's pollution is domestic. Ah. So, so the next so, time, yeah. like, listen, I'm all for ragging on uh, some of the terrible things done uh, by the Chinese government, yeah. but... But the pollution yeah, in yeah, Hong yeah. Kong—you can't blame them. It's actually not their fault. Yeah, really. so they—well, thirty percent still a lot. But... I, w- I wish we had the Rice to Shaggy's song. It wasn't me. That'd be a perfect time to play that song right now. Here we go. Peter says, "Is that Peter?" Ba- oh my God! There's between Peter and Andrew Dale. You can't. I can't say any facts because you two know everything. <laughs> he said Hong Kong ships must use low sulfur fuel fuel in Hong Kong waters. But are they? Where's the pollution coming from, guys who know everything? <laughs> well, then again, I mean, like they're probably just like. Getting out of Hong Kong water. By the way, how much smarter is this making our po- podcast? Yeah, right. I, you know what? I've just realized this is fantastic. What I'm going to do now, when I have like, let's say, a project, I'm just going to make it our next topic. Like, yeah. You know. Next time I need to find something out. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, who's my real father? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, not me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Not me. Not me. Peter's like, actually, there was a study done in Hong Kong, and it's this guy Frank. Yeah, seventy um, percent of fathers in Hong Kong are domestic. It's like, what? Yeah. What does that even mean? All right, so we've done the weather talk, so the small talks out of the way. No, I have more small talk. Oh my god, I'm not done with my small. Don't, don't we shut down my small talk? I have talk. no idea, man. Um, right. I watched the movie Farewell. The Farewell last night. The Farewell. Yeah, you haven't heard I've about never this? Heard of it, no. So it's it's Aquafina. Yeah, who's the girl who's like the cool friend from Crazy Rich Asians? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, She's yeah. done another movie, which is a China-focused movie. Yeah, and it's it's a really interesting idea, actually. It's uh, about a girl living in it's a true story, a girl living in New York, and her they par- migrant parents. She, oh, she she's a migrant actually yeah, from yeah, a very yeah. young age, uh, and she's very close with her grandma in Beijing. Grandma gets cancer, mm. gonna die really soon. Family. Does they're not going to tell it? Yeah, because oh. that's what, apparently what they do in China. Wow! So they just don't. They don't say. tell them. Oh, wow! They okay, well the, that's they it, reckon the fear kills them. Could be. I mean, like you know, you just all dogs go to heaven. So I guess in the same way, all grandmas do as well. So let's just keep it as that. But it's an interesting idea, you know. Like, is it a is it a caring thing? And there was a lot of interesting dialogue about. You know, the China's focus on the family yeah. and, and the West's focus. Like in the West, they're like, if you think this would be illegal. And yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's just a good movie, actually. I mean, yeah, it's I a thought really it was great, great area. I mean, like, it's really hard to argue. Like, should you tell this person, are they ready for it? It's better off that you don't. It's kind of like, you know, if you have an issue and it's like, do you need your grandmoms that may be like 99 years old? 
you know, I'm bedridden in a half stroke, whatever. And like, you're like, I want to come out to my grandma. I'm like, do you really need to? You want to come out to your grandma? What? I mean, like, you know, let's say, yeah, let's say, you know, let, let's say, let's say you need to come out of the closet. I'm and sorry. Stuff. Whoa, pumpkin uh, here. Do you, you need know? to tell me something? What's the Wait a second. My, due, due to the lack of human interaction, my English has definitely gone down. <laughs> I've just realized, I'm like, yeah, I'm not talking that much nowadays. Yeah, well, I, I, I can totally understand. So funny. My friends back in mainland China who I, I don't know how much I contributed to their English, but yeah. when I speak to them now, they're, I'm like, what happened to your English? <laughs> yeah. Which, to no be fair, practice. like, what the fuck happened to my Mandarin? Well, my yeah. Mandarin's got bad. Really? Yeah. Actually, watching that movie, I have such a weird relationship with my time in China. Yeah. Um, And I was getting pretty nostalgic. There's It is, yeah. it's a movie with Chinese people in it you know speaking to chinese culture in at a level that i was able to understand yeah, 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 and i was yeah. like oh, i was man. like eh, maybe yeah. i missed a couple of things i can imagine i yeah i can totally imagine that feeling you know especially you've been away from mainland china for how long uh god my, what month are we now it's like we're in like 12, august i'm coming up to 12 man the 31st of august that's when i left so this that's my, a year that's my one year wow congratulations <laughs> no wonder you're feeling nostalgic bro yeah i can't believe it well, and you know, the day after, so we landed on the 31st Yeah, on the 1st of September. Yeah. So I, I landed on the 31st in the airport with my kids. You didn't take the MTR train, did you, that night? I you get beaten up otherwise. We had stuff. We had oh, stuff. Okay. Like, we were traveling. Just, okay, like okay. we're moving house. All right. All right, all right. So just we didn't have sure, all man. of our stuff, but we had a lot yeah, of stuff. Okay. 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 So I forked out for the taxi. Nice. But uh, dude, they, that was when they ransacked the airport was the next day. Uh, well, actually, no, 31st August September was... September 1st. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 31st August was when the cops decided to go do a beatdown in Prince Edward Station. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that's that night. one. Oh, dude, that was insane. So that's why I was like, you didn't take the train? Whew, good on you, man. Oh. Yeah, they were in the station just whacking whoever they could see. Oh. Yeah, and then 1st of September was when everyone just pissed off and they went to the airport. Just whacking people off? Just whacking people off, you know, coming out <laughs> to grandma's, whacking people off. That's what they're doing all day, man. All right, right, so we got symbols Chinese now. be like, this is food. Oh, oh man. My God. <laughs> All right. I take All no right. responsibility. Yeah. I like to just clarify that, that this I am podcast... not responsible. I am only responsible for the racism coming through this microphone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the little audio spillage coming through my microphone as well. So yeah. let's blame them as well. All right. So uh, it's been a year since you came to Hong Kong from mainland China. Technically, you came to China from China. Right. We have to say that now. Yeah. But. Did we? Uh, I'm. You know what? I. The. I. I. I'm. Yes. You know. It's. I. Right. I. I think in the nomenclature of people that are living here. Yeah. I guess mainland China is kind of an awkward thing to say. Yeah. I guess you could say mainland, but it really does feel like that was China, and this yeah. isn't. Yeah, it's not there. We're it's not, not there, there yet. yet. Yeah, yeah. Even with everything that's happened. Yeah, yeah. It's not there. Yeah. Uh, it is a different place. It feels like a different place. You, I mean, I, my mother-in-law is a Russian speaker. In fact, my wife is a Russian passport holder, same with my wife. And so we had, you know, a, a grace period of my wife getting a visa figured out and my mother-in-law still having problems. Yeah. So I only get two weeks in Hong Kong. Whew. Every two weeks I had to take my entire family yeah. to Shenzhen. And come back. And come back. Yeah. And you, you cross that border. It's like. We're not we're not in Kansas anymore. Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it is it is technically a separate region completely. Just a different feel, you know. Yeah. You like. Suddenly... I remember, yeah, because like every time I go to like let's say Lowu and everything, you you get through and you just kind of go like, okay, all right, I can see like the, the there, signs look a bit different. Everything's everything. in a there's a different. Yeah, there's a whole vibe. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely, yeah. definitely. Well, I mean, it's just 
in, in its own way, because then again, I mean, you're at the border, so you know, you are seeing the very touristy things, you know, guys trying to get you for the taxis and all that kind of stuff. But I haven't, I mean, it's really strange because I haven't traveled in, I don't know, when was the last time I traveled this year? I don't think I've traveled at all this year. I've traveled, I traveled a little bit. I was in, well, I traveled in December a lot and then January, uh, I was in Australia and then oh. came back here. Yeah, just in time. I remember you said that. Yeah, right? it timed yeah. like crazy good. Melbourne's screwed now. Yeah, man. Oof. Melbourne is in the toilet. It's crazy, dude. I, I don't want to look at the news about that. I'm like, I, I, I don't want to know because it's going to just scare me. Uh, the stale cigarette smoke hits you right at the border. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get that. Then you know you're like, yep, I made it through immigration. Yeah. And you're feeling good about that. Uh, <laughs> I have an observation that I don't know if will get me in trouble. But I was walking down the street the other day and like an old guy basically just burped at me. Okay. And I turned around and he went, oh, excuse me. And I was like, that's the difference right there. Yeah. yeah. At least you'll <laughs> do it to your face and be like, ah. That one, right? <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. that to me yeah, yeah. was the difference. Yeah. The action is the same. <laughs> it's the consequence that is born after that it's that like, has a difference. China, but it's not China. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's fair, man. That's, that's a very good, a very good analysis as well. Yeah, Melbourne. Melbourne's actually doing a little bit better. Tim's just saying they're down to less than four hundred, which sounds bad, but they were like over eight hundred yeah. for a while. Well, I mean, again, like I said, here everyone's you know face masked on, so that kind of helps as well. Do you like Melbourne? You can yeah. be, you can be honest with me. I, okay, I've been to Melbourne many many years each year for the festival. I know. I, I, I mean, that's it. why. I asked. Yeah, yeah. So I, I love it. I mean, the thing I mean, though, the festival's great. I love it for three weeks. By the yeah. fourth week, I'm like, I gotta get out of here, man. What is it? What the what's pace, cool? man? The pace. It's like, slow, right? It's too slow. Where, you're like, where is everybody? Not even just that. It's like you know, like when you're waiting for, let's say, the what's that, the tram and everything. And the the thing that gets me is like, you'll start noticing small things. For example, the drivers. You see, like the the light's still green. The driver's thinking, I'm probably not gonna make it. I'm gonna slow down now. I'm like, dude, just go, just go, just go. The guy's slowing down. I'm like, uh, it's still green, dude. You're messing up. No, there's a reason for that. They Safety? Are, no, they fine like crazy oh yeah if okay. you like if you enter the intersection yeah like even a microsecond yeah past the right time yeah you, you get mailed a big well point. i think th so those are that's the, small the things. that's the what that's the reason they do that all right good well defended next complain yeah i'm like bring it on bitch levels <laughs> <laughs> <Get your fucking, laughs> great <laughs> get your chip bunk for no, us I mean, over like, here uh, i think it's just the, the general pacing i i would say uh it's after a while the small small thing the, the minute here the minute there that i lose you know well, it's also because it's not a, such a big population and it's actually improved a lot since I left, but like the public transportation, like what you get used to here. Yeah. Oh no, here is insane. It's it like ju just three minutes is like, come on, let's go. Let's go. Dude, it would be 20 minutes to wait for a train would be normal. Yeah. 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 yeah I remember. Cause I remember like we would go to the, uh, what was the Southern Cross station and then yeah. we look at the trains going like 15 minutes. I'm oh like, bro. Southern Cross station has them all the time. Yeah. 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 You're talking about like the other, oh, the other station. Where are oh, you yeah. going? I've done that, man. I've actually been to something. Cause like this, the first time I was there, I was like, you know what? I have an hour to kill. I'm going to take a train, go to a random stop, walk around, come back. Oh, God, I wish I could have shown you Melbourne. I know oh. we were there at the same time, but we just both. Yeah. Busy with shows and get stuff yeah, going it's, on. It's yeah. just a wild time. Yeah. I mean, we, we actually traveled quite a lot. Me and the other comedians because like they would rent the i know cars. you hated it yeah that, I, no, no no i wasn't <laughs> impressed by it i wouldn't go to hatred the likes, likes the buses in mainland that run through red lights <laughs> that's that's it everybody sky <laughs> we're dealing with a traffic offender here hey man let me tell you this in hong kong you live here long enough you take the minibus and like they've got the little speed sign uh things that are they have a sign that says how fast you're going 
And let me tell you this, pretty much everyone in the minibus, while it's like beeping away, saying it's going too fast for, you know, it's like 88, 89, 90. It's like, dude, 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 keeps beeping. Everyone's just going like, I love this driver. Yeah. That's a good guy. This is my man. Slightly yeah, this is fantastic. I mean, like, he knows what he's doing, right? Australia's crazy, man. If you're like a kilometer or two over, yeah. you just, just mainly I would say the, that's the first thing I learned when I was when I went to the Melbourne Comedy Festival the first time. The amount of paperwork I had to do to get visas and everything. I was Australians like, are anal rule followers. Oh, my God. Like, it, it was respectful. But at the time, I was like, this is too much now. Like, now you're just like, you don't need this information. And it's like, Dude, no, after, this that, and like living in Shanghai was the dream. Yeah, it was easy. Like, can back, I get back, this? back yeah. then. Now it's like so well, well policed, but yeah. like there was a period of time. I was like, they're like, you can literally do anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I remember. Cause like, even when I, when I used to go to Kuala Lumpur to do shows, you know, they needed some information from for the visas and everything. And it was a simple, but, but, but done. Yeah. Sure, it's like, we want everything. Like, do you have this? Have you ever been this? Do you have C's? Do you? I'm like, well, what? Like, well, what, what do you care if I'm going to bring a bag of seeds? No, you are you going to plant them? No, it's the chia seeds. I need it for my fiber. Oh, I we remember, don't, can't do that stuff. I remember my Chinese girlfriend was, um, we went to Thailand. Yeah. And it was so funny. We were like landing and she was like, oh God, it was so hard for me to get a visa. I was like, we need a visa for Thailand? <laughs> and I, I, I literally went to immigration, not sure if I needed a visa or yeah. not. And I'd been there before. Yeah. I was like trying to remember if I'd gotten one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I just gave him my passport stamp. It was like, oh, it's an Australian passport. Yeah. And she was saying, you know, they had to, <laughs> this is her, this is her point of view, not mine. Let me she, guess, no she, one could fill out the forms correctly. So this is No, but they no. were saying like, she needs to prove her financial position. She's like, <laughs> I'm from China. So why would, why would a yeah, Chinese yeah. person need to go to your poor country? Yeah, and, you know, like, of money or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, you know what? That did happen in Thailand, but it was the Philippines. Yeah. It was the Philippines that she was saying that. Oh, man. And I was like, I don't know. That's so weird, why man. Why don't you just have a better passport? Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> think about your life. I mean, it was your choice, really. Oh, um, my God. Yeah, I mean, so so the travel part and, uh, like I said, traveling and the Melbourne, I, I liked it. Like I said, for the first three weeks, I'm cool. By the fourth week, I'm like, I can't do this, man. Like, it would just wear, wear upon you. For example, like, when I first went to Melbourne, I was like, wow, blue sky, that's great. Ooh, space on the streets. People are so nice. You know, hey, how you doing today? I'm like, what? Did you drink coffee? Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. Melbourne, I was drinking a lot of coffee. Ooh, how good's a coffee? Yeah, man. that's very good coffee, right? So yeah. I would do like coffee every single day, and I'm like, oh, coffee's pretty cheap. You know, it's reasonable. It's great. Tastes good. You know, all that stuff. I was enjoying it. And but it isn't cheap. It's just the coffee in Hong Kong is crazy. So expensive. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. It's ridiculous. Like, Dude, I paid twenty Australian dollars for coffee here one time. Twenty Australian. Oh, wow. Was like what? Hundred Hong Kong dollars. Yeah, like hand pour. Was Not, it like the dude, drip? You know the. You whole... know what it was? So in my defense, yes. just arrived. Got a meeting with some girl from the media. She takes us to the Mandarin Oriental. Oh, Mandarin. I don't know. Well, well, oh, my God. Yeah, but dude. like, it wouldn't yeah. cost you that much. And it wasn't even good coffee, right? It was, pretty... dude, it was a terrible coffee. Yeah, dude. Oh, I've been to these kinds of places. And she got a juice. Dude, I paid like 40 Australian dollars. Yeah. 40 Australian dollars. Yeah. I used to get paid $10, $10 yeah, an yeah. hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, and uh... I got a coffee and her juice. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And I man. like, I was like, I'll get this. And she's like, oh, nice. And I didn't yeah. Bill. And yeah. I was yeah. Like, like, ah, yeah. 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 Mandarin Oriental, that was. Yeah. And that's the thing. What I've learned in life is that when, especially when it comes to coffee, just because you're in a high classy place doesn't mean they know how to make a nice cup of coffee. Like, oh, it's, it's, really? It's, no, no, no. That's if you are in Australia and you go to a high classy place, yeah. you'll get a good one. Here, the only place you'll get a good coffee 
is in coffee shops. Yeah. That, that are only do coffee. Really good, good at coffee. Yeah, exactly. Like that's it. No, yeah. there isn't. I, there is no hotel in this city that yeah, makes a good coffee. Exactly. That's why even when I go to meetings and stuff, I'm like, you know what? Just go with the juice because that's all you got to do. Put it in a blender. Let the blender do the work for you. Tim said he, he got he paid fifteen bucks. Is that fifteen bucks Australian? I'm assuming in Abu Dhabi, and it had gold flakes sprinkled sprinkled all over it. Oh, it's one of those. But you got gold. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. like you know. I feel like that doesn't go. Yeah, that's fair enough. Is that chewy? Is that... Well, I, I, it's definitely a, a mineral that your body could probably absorb and use. <laughs> I mean, like it's good for nails, I heard. Um. Anyway, so th- I, th- the reason I was kind of getting into, he, I shitted gold like a Lannister. I feel like that's, what's that, a Game of Thrones? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Game of Thrones. I don't know. Did you watch that? I watched it for a while, then I stopped. I didn't watch it It either. was taking too long. One hour an episode, I'm like, ah, this is going to hurt. I can't watch much big shit. Really? You have to see everything that be real for you? I'm like documentaries all day. What if I told you Game of Thrones was real? Then I would watch it. <laughs> well, it's real then. All right. I watch, I watch, <laughs> I'm downloading it now. You need everything. I love, like, I was watching, you can't uh, do fiction? Wow. I just can't. It, do, it doesn't engage you're me. You're trying to be what you're like, I keep it real. No, I, I keep just, it real. No, I'm being like, I just don't get engaged. Okay. Because you're like, I'm, like ah. I'm just reading this like, this, some fucking guy just made this up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I can understand. No, I like, like, I, can like get you're not in, I can get hooked into a biography or something because yeah. I'm like, I'm learning about something that's happened dude you need to watch you know that documentary the last dance oh my Jordan? god i loved it yeah oh no, no, i no, watched no. It. i was like I, oh my I god this is that. yeah dude me too i was like oh, wow this is good no that's my speed that's yeah. like totally my yeah yeah, yeah same as i never watch so we're talking about the michael jordan Bulls documentary, documentary. Yeah, yeah, i would Bulls never game. watch a basketball game yeah Not a million years oh man i, I was you know a big what? Fan. started watching the highlights now yeah just to see right because you're like oh this well, is you good. kind of get it and and i i sort of understood what i didn't understand about basketball is how the plays work yeah and how because they're so fast yeah you know, and it's like I guess basketball is too difficult for the hiking man. Uh, you know, I can oh, scuba dive. Can't play I can I can let gravity pull me into the water, bro. but I can't throw a ball into a net. Oh, first of all, I, I will definitely it. beat you in basketball. <laughs> so you hit the ball to the floor and it bounces back. <laughs> Why? Get out of town. You want to play me on ball sports? <laughs> I will bury you. No way. What are you talking about? What is this? Look, look. You get your game controller. City I get boy. my game controller. We will play basketball. My thumbs will kick your ass. No, no, um, the only thing I ever played was like Tony Hawks. Oh, I did. skateboarding. Yeah, 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 like 64. Yeah, way back, man. I did FIFA. Oh, that was terrible. I guess that was an Xbox, maybe? It was all over, yeah. FIFA yeah, was yeah. Everywhere. I think that was all I really did. But oh, okay. I, gave, I was pretty good at tiny hawks well i'll give you a little surprise i used to actually play basketball uh in my secondary school and i was actually on the swim team you're on the swim team yeah man look at this guy i feel like in hong kong you just have to know where the pool is to get in the swim team in australia you have to be at least 50 percent fish <laughs> yeah. like you have to have one parent that yeah. is the, yeah, a mermaid breathes underwater yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough man fair enough i mean I, I i i did my sports when i needed to do them now i'm like i'm good i'm good so anyway all right so forget basketball forget all that stuff you know well i this is all connected so yeah. my point of saying so i've lived in hong kong for more COVID than non-covid yeah and i've had several instances since i've been here where my family have literally called me up and said you should leave yeah from what leave. the news that they've read, right? Yeah. Yeah, they'll be like, oh, the, the, the dumpster's on fire. You got to leave. That kind yeah. of news. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, but they've always said stuff like that. Sorry, I'm going to be indigestion because I'm drinking a can of Coke. <laughs> it's not, we're not sponsored by Coke unless someone wants to sponsor us. <laughs> but, um, 
yeah, like they, they've frequently given me advice to leave wherever I was. And, and I've, I, you know, I've just said to them over the years, I'm like, you know, yeah, how many, how, how long do I have to be here before you give me the credibility that yeah. I'm able to pass that judgment? But they've never been here. They've been here. Well, not when it was yeah, bad. Not when there was okay, a problem. Yeah, 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 you know, okay, and, and okay. I get it. You know, yeah. it's not uncommon. It's a worry. I get a you family. See, yeah. You see stuff in the street and you think the whole city's burning down. Yeah. I've never felt like leaving. And I, you know what? On the contrary, if I came here, like I came here, like asking me the question, when, what would make you leave? Yeah. I came here planning to leave. That's the difference between you and me. Yeah. Like that's a big difference. First yeah. of all, I came here. Second yeah. of all, I came here on a pretty, like not, not that long-term yeah. timeline. Yeah. And since coming here, I've been like, I'm like, oh man, I wish I could stay long. Like I, yeah. I, 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 I would no stay longer yeah. if things go well. Yeah. Um, but I love the city. I yeah. love this city. I think pretty much everyone had that issue. Like a lot of people say, I came here thinking of six months and it's been six years already. There's a lot of stories I hear that, you know, it's like, well, mine's different though, because I, I, I would stay, have stayed here longer, but my assumption was that things will go bad within yeah. 10 years. Yeah. And well, I don't it, know if that it, assumption's it, been, it's very weird. Every day is like a new story now, especially over here. And, right? and if I could say anything, it seems to me that whatever timeline I thought that would play out over seems yeah. to be shortening every day. Yeah. Who knows, man? Honestly, like, like where I thought we'd be in 10 years, it seems like we're going to be in like two, we're like, two years. You're six. Yeah. We're already in year six now. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, it could be. I mean, honestly, it, it's to me, it's just like this is a historical moment to be living in. The whole, but anywhere in the world is a historical moment. Well, yeah, right yeah. Now. But I mean, like the idea that we're actually experiencing what's going on in Hong Kong right now is like, yeah, whoa, dude, I was stuff there. That we've seen, yeah, man. Like between the huge the protests, yeah, in, you know, in in the year's time, the amount that has changed slash the things that have happened and the things. I mean, in a year, we've had, like I said, the the the, the uh, airport. People going like uh, uh, protesting at the airports and stuff. True. We've had that two week period yeah. when they had like the battle at the university. Oh, yeah, university. And yeah. it got wild in the streets then. Oh, that yeah, was dude. when, like, prior to that, that one two week period, like, if there was a protest, they'd be like, okay, the protest's gonna be here. Yeah. You don't wanna see the protest. You don't want the trouble. You don't get yeah, 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 it. Yeah, 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 yeah. W Causeway Bay, Saturday, Tuesday. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there was a two week period yeah. where it was just popping up. We got hit by prep pepper spray yeah. or whatever, the tear gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just coming out of the comedy club at like yeah. 4 p.m. on a Thursday. Yeah. yeah. And you couldn't avoid it at that time. I remember taking yeah. the kids to the MTR. In, yeah. Like, Taiku's pretty freaking tame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and it's still, not even Taiku Shing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They did it, right? The tear gas Taiku as well, right? Taiku Shing was more active. Yeah. But like Cornhill is like even more residential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just Deeper like a bit in, further yeah. away. It was a bit further up the hill, you know. Yeah. And then I, there were guys with masks on, put you know, they put in the bricks all over the roads. Yeah, 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 and yeah, I was yeah. like, man, we, well, there was nowhere to hide in the yeah, city if you're yeah. outside. No, it was. We, I mean, people, we were getting pushed to that level, man. I mean, we were really getting pushed to a point of like, dude, what do you want me to do? I'm trying to be peaceful, but you just won't listen. But yeah, so a lot has happened. So but, Nick is just saying Hong Kong is clearly in crisis, but this is the best time to start a new career. Everything is cheaper, and Hong Kong has great potential becoming a stand-up comedy city. Hmm, what do you think about that statement? Um, okay, so this is that talk of like, okay, you if you if you look at it from an investor point of view, when the market is down and everyone's running away, that's the best time to invest. I mean, that's the idea, right? Do you have the guts to well, do it? In, <laughs> in theory, right? Well, maybe. Well, yeah. being contrarian, yeah, is but good for I've investors. Always, I've always also been the idea that you have to have that one really dark slash weird moment where everything is unstable to recreate a new stability. So I like, like that. Right. I mean, it's the idea that you have, it's, it's kind of like saying, you know, you have to go through like hardship 
to come out and be like, whoa, I'm a different person now. You know, you go through the training, you go through all that pain on stage, and then you come out as like, I'm, I'm a stronger person, you know, that kind of a deal. It's like your attempt to swim. Yeah, exactly. My <laughs> attempt to not sink. <laughs> hey, I can swim. Your I just time choose in the not swim to, team. Right? Yeah. There's a very big difference. <laughs> I can hike. I just choose not to. All right. Let's clear. Let's be very clear on that matter. It's not a matter of like, you're like hey, my you wife. My go. wife says she can swim, but like when she's sort of swimming, I yeah. kind of, I'm like, Adri are you? Are you, are you drowning? Yeah. Like, why, are you, why are you slapping she, the water? She doesn't. <laughs> why are you slapping I'm the like, water? She can swim, but she doesn't look like she's okay with yeah. it. Yeah. It's like she's moving and splashing. You're like, <laughs> could you choose one? Uh, yeah. I know the feeling. I know. I've had like a lot of my relatives as well who can't really swim, but they're like, they, they go swimming all the time. I'm like, you're wasting your time, dude. Like the inefficiency of you going from one side to the other. I'm like, this is painful to watch. Dude, just swimming's just, good. A good way to get fit. Oh, definitely. But, but going back to that point, though, like, Nick's, so Nick's saying Vivek swims the same way a rock can swim. There you go. Oh, can do, you do, smell? Wait, do you mean a uh, a, a, a Dwayne the Rock Johnson? That's what damn I was going right. to say. We're talking, yeah, yeah, Dwayne Johnson. Right. Can you smell what the rock is swimming? So Hong Kong has great potential to become a stand-up city. There's so, a stand-up comedy city. There's no oh, question sure, sure. about it's that. So cra it's crazy it, enough it for is, that. It's been friggin' hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even this year, but yeah. The challenge that we face and, and, you know, getting to the question of what would make me leave. Yeah. One of the big things for me, yeah. like it's black and white. Yeah. Is censorship. Oh, I knew it. I knew you'd say that. And, I but, knew but, it. but let me. Fair enough. No, I fully agree with that. Let me put a caveat to that. Yeah. I will actually censor a little bit and have already this year. Yeah. Like for most of the time I lived in China, the censorship was don't talk about Tiananmen, don't talk about Tibet. And don't talk about Taiwan. No idea what you're referring to. Yeah, I do. Well, that's because no, they can't. Those words got beeped out. Again, of, no idea what you're referring to. Yeah, and so I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, no, I don't write that many jokes about Tiananmen yeah, Square. Yeah, yeah. I actually have a couple. Well, but, so, yeah. <laughs> but I don't write that many about them, and so I'm I'm like okay, like that's to me that's like your that's a cultural choice. I, I don't think it's. A lot of countries have those kind of restrictions. Singapore yeah. has those kind of restrictions. Yeah, you can't talk about the king in Thailand. KL, yeah, a lot, lot of yeah. countries have those kind of restrictions. I'm okay with that. Yeah. What I'm not okay with is what it came became after that, which was just sporadic cutting out of anything. You know, there was a script that I submitted once uh, that that for Eliza Schlesinger, she, we were mm. looking at bringing her in. They said she can't say that she's Jewish. Uh, they said... You know, just just even weird, like even just talking about wearing sexy clothing, like just random really? stuff, you know. Yeah, they just cut out tons. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not willing to live in a place like that. Yeah, that's like too much. That's just unnecessary censorship, right? So if you ask me the censorship thing here in Hong Kong, we've actually been very lucky. I remember having an interview with, I think, the New York Times or whatever. They asked, you know, so how's the censorship and everything? And I was jokingly saying, well the scene is too small for the government to care. Oh, what year was that? I would say four years ago. Oh, I remember it. Yeah, right? It's an article. I remember, yeah, I remember like, it because they put Storm in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and article, they yeah, didn't yeah. mention us at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that. yeah I remember, yeah, yeah. So like, you were contrasting myself and Storm and the idea of like censorship in basically yeah. China and Hong Kong. And I remember saying that to her and I was like, well, A, it's too small for them to care and B, you know what? They don't care. I, re I remember running the comedy club in Shanghai and the landlord was starting to sniff around about whether we'd have issues with the cultural bureau, but it was still pretty open at that time. Yeah. And his advice to me was, he said, don't be too popular. 
And I'm like, that is the ex- that's the opposite of what we're trying to yeah, do. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> see that that's the thing I learned in life is that it's like going up to that's like going up to Michael Jordan and being like, hey, yeah, don't shoot all, don't shoot too many goals. Yeah, exactly. That's that's by the way, down. I'm I'm comparing myself to Michael Jordan. Now, yeah, which I that's okay. To, but you're, you're yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, taking I mean, it to the extreme. I mean, like the fact that you said don't shoot so many goals for basketball already tells me you know nothing about basketball <laughs> goals. Like, who's doing goals? Right, anyway, whatever. So, uh, so points. I don't know. To Turner, I have this running thing where yeah. I just whenever I make sports references, yeah. I, I get them wrong because I don't watch enough sports. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would like to I'm announce. Like, you know when Michael Jordan knocks it out of the park, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you're like with a uh, hole in one, well, I believe. Yeah, exactly. Technically, that actually is correct. So, uh, yeah, the censorship. Thing, so, for myself, what I find is that I don't like the idea that you can't say stuff. However, I have my own standards. Like, for example, I don't like dirty jokes, right? That's not my writing. I don't, I, I, I enjoy listening to them, but I'm not a dirty joke writer. So, does that mean I, you know, automatically censor myself? It's more like that's just not my style or my taste. So, therefore, I don't write that. Okay. Secondly, am I all about politics? I'm not a big pol- politics comedian. So, I'm not like all day, you know, Lewis Blacking it and stuff like that. So, I'm not censoring. I'm just not interested in that angle. And you've also steered pretty clear of topics that are funny. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, that was my third point. That was my third point. And yet, for some reason, the audience disagrees. Yeah. Like, that's funny. I'm like, really? I've been really avoiding this. Like, what can I do to stop That's this an street? interesting point. So what do you think about censorship? How would it affect your... So when they require me to submit scripts in Hong Kong... Oh, mate. Nah, not doing that. Yeah, yeah. No more scripts. Like, so the I've done stuff like that for, let's say, corporate events way back when I was younger and less sure, popular. TV, fine. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff, right? No but worries. I'm saying just in general shows, I'm like, no, not happening, right? So uh, if you like, for example, I've had actually companies where they hire me for, let's say, to write a comedy show, whatever, for the internal stuff or for an ad or whatever. And obviously, the back and forth of this, you know, do you like that? Do you like this? And then they kill all the jokes and the final product was terrible every time. Yeah. Every single time. Been there. Yeah. Right? But then I would say this generally, like if you were told that, yeah, you need to submit a script each time to perform, that to me is a censorship I can't accept. If you told me, hey, don't talk about this topic, I can still live with that. I'm like, oh, right, fine. I, you know, I'm, I'm dynamic. I can work around it and everything. But like if you say, like, I need to know every single thing you're going to say, I'm like, no. That doesn't work for me. Yeah, I know, and I just think you you kind of know like there's a workable amount that they can restrict you on. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, like I said, if it if you want to say the censorship, it should be quite clear as in like, okay, I, I see what I can't touch, so we know. Yeah, you're not gonna be saying that. It's like TV, right? You yeah, know what you can and cannot clear. say. Yeah. yeah, make it clear. I can work with you. So that's how I I always say I, I like to strike a balance. I don't want to like be like no. They you said and they this did kind of get put on us, but. If they said you can't criticize the Carrie Lamb yeah, yeah, or whatever, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, fine. All right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. If you told me black and white, you can't talk about her, I'd be like, okay. I, I mean, that kind of stuff, it's understandable. Like, you have a reason behind it. Yeah, I don't agree with it. You know, like, you, but, but I get it's not unfair and it allows a space in which the stand up can still exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I put it this way it's the, it's the whole Chris Rock thing of like, I, I do not agree, but I understand. Like, I don't agree with the idea that we can't talk about, but I can understand where you're coming from. So, therefore, I'm, I'm, I can work around it, right? So, you give me a clearer thing, like, don't talk about this. Like I said, when I went to Bangkok, they were like, okay, dude, whatever you want to do, do not even mention or even joke about the king. I'm like, fine, no problem, you know? I mean, I can totally see the reason behind that, you know, and fair, we'll work around that. But yeah. if you just said, hey, uh, just don't talk about the color green, I'd be curious, like, why? Oh, it's sensitive color. What happened? I need to know the history behind it. Like, you can't just stop. Well, I mean, yellow and blue. Well, exactly, right? So You're like, ah, boy, how could green be a problem? Meanwhile, yellow yeah, and blue, exactly. clearly a freaking problem. That yeah. damn combination color. Yeah. Give me again. 
Uh, Peter's asking, what about if the comedy you consumed was censored? I just don't think we live in a world where that's a risk anymore. Well, I mean, you mean like beeping? I mean, it could only be censored if I didn't have access to the outside world's internet. Yeah. And I'm assuming that would also mean I can't communicate with my family or yeah, I'm not going to be here at that point. So you mean basically even like, with China at its worst, so I, I can still access asking, unfetted internet. Even would was, you be okay with a world where you can't access all that plethora of comedy on TikTok? So, so I think he's he's qualifying the question. He's saying if there was a great firewall, if the great firewall was in Hong Kong, oh my god, dude, it's wow. not a not that a, would that would that would be one reason. Not I'd a deal breaker leave. for me. I mean, it's it's not nice. It, the worst thing about the firewall is not that you your internet is blocked; it's that the way in which you have to use it means yeah, you that you have VPNs crappy stuff, right? internet. Yeah, it's just, dude, you know what? When I when I moved, literally the first thing I do, and I kid you not, is check what is the internet speed of that location. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm a no-level surprised about that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just go like, is this fiber? I'm and like, no where's fiber? the nearest hiking trail? <laughs> yeah. You're like, I like, need to watch more porn. <laughs> I need, I need to... 4K porn. Exactly, not even more. I just need a more more resolution of it. Uh, great question from Tim Choi. Was VPN plus Great Wall as slow as internet? Honest answer, at times. Yeah. At times, the Aussie internet was as bad. Yeah. And it, Aussie internet, they're rolling out this NBN, the National Broadband Network, yeah. which I think it will improve. But yeah. the Australian internet, I was shocked how bad the internet was. Oh, I remember when place. I was, yeah, that's a nothing. See, that's why the fourth week in Melbourne, Dude, I'm like, I can't do it. Internet, I can't do it. I don't know if I can leave Hong Kong. The internet is so good in Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy fast, It's right? really fast. Yeah, like, if I ever have trouble getting internet, like on my computer, just tether off my phone. The yeah, phone internet is insanely fast. blasting yeah. fast. So that's what I mean. Like, these kinds of things you get used to. And when you suddenly get popped or stopped that you can't do it, you're like, whoa. I hate to admit it, but it really affects your quality of life. Oh, for sure. Like, now you don't even think twice. You're like, I'll just download it. Yeah, let's yeah, get that. You know, last night we want to watch that movie. Yeah, well, it's not on Netflix. It took me ten minutes to find it and download it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about, but like the idea, I'm downloading is, it illegally. I don't. Again, I do not. Is agree. that a crime in this city? Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't even know. Why are you looking no, at so me? So that was one thing. Five G will help a lot. Yeah. So five G is going to change. Ooh, sensitive topic. Five G. Is it? Yeah, dude. The whole Huawei thing, man. The whole five G network. I was trying to get Huawei to build. Nah, but I think. That's to do, I don't know how it works, but Telstra yeah, basically already has their 5G network. And, yeah. And they're the biggest mobile phone operator. Yeah. Like they're, they're, they've got 18 million subscribers, yeah. which is more than the second and third biggest uh, oh, competitor. Yeah. So oh. five, they're going to have 5G. Okay. Well, I mean, 5G is going to happen one way. It's whether who builds a network. The right? home broadband router is likely already Huawei in Hong Kong, says Peter. That's right. I checked already. The the router that, uh, like, for example, PCW gives you is a Huawei little box. So you have to go through one of the Huawei. Things. I just assume I'm, I'm, I can't hide what I'm doing. That's okay. I let people, I'm, I'm fine with it. I don't even, I don't so, even use it. Sorry, you finished. No, I'm saying, like, when, when, I, when I'm like watching my porn, I don't use a private tab in my browser. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no, I have kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is my computer. What am I trying to hide? Bro, I was at my. Uh, a girl I was dating when I was at university, I went to her family house and they had like a computer, like a family computer in the living yeah. room. And oh, I, I, I was looking up something innocent, typed in www.p yeah. and it came up Pornhub search rape oh, on their my family God. computer. Like, wow. That was pretty. Does she have a brother at least? Like, you know, no, it was her brother. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Whew, that's even better. I was like, I was like yeah, I just thought. It was 100%. It was one of her brothers. Oh, man. Um, 
I don't know. Because my dad. So I, okay, so great firewall to myself would be an issue. I would definitely strongly consider going. Like okay, I'm gonna start thinking about like, do I still want to be here? Like for me, honestly, it, access to information is really important. Yeah. Well, I would even go one further and say that one of the things that was is definitely a problem in mainland China is what you can say in private messaging. Yeah, because you're technically being monitored technically, right? Don't, no, it's not technical. You literally, like, are being. Bro, like, yeah. I've seen messages deleted in real time in WeChat chat windows. For real. That's we had one in the podcast group in yeah. WeChat where Muhammad posted, so I, it's, it's important that I say this, but it's hard for me to enunciate how loose... The connection was that this was a sensitive item. Yeah. But basically, there was a DJ that was playing China. Yeah. And he liked on Twitter. Uh, do you remember that South Park did that China oh, episode? And then they China. put up their apology. Yeah. Oh, it yeah, was yeah, super yeah, yeah, funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this DJ liked the apology oh. and then got banned from China for liking the apology on Twitter. Wow. So he did a tweet saying, I've been banned because I liked a tweet. Muhammad sent a screenshot of that tweet. Yeah. And it got removed from the group in real time. And he kept talking about it. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And he sent me a screenshot. Yeah. And he was like, I'm like, that's been removed. It got removed and you posted it. Yeah. Wow. And he took the screenshot, you know. Wow. That is crazy. So that so the- to me is a line where like, if I can't, like, like I get that I can't make public statements about, the government or whatever, yeah. but if I can't talk in comfortably about my life and the things that are being thrust upon me in the city, yeah. be they political or not, yeah. I'm not choosing to talk about it. If they're being yeah. thrust on me, yeah. I can't talk in private to my friends about them. Yeah. If someone comes and knocks on my door, if I get any consequences for that, I'm out. That's it for me. I'm like, right. I, I can't live in that environment. Yeah. That's my line. So I think That's it's a more hard like, line for yeah, me. Yeah. So I think it's more like the lifestyle that is going to affect us. Uh, our choice of staying or not versus the actual like you know facilities or you know services and stuff in general i would say it's more like like i said the idea that we should be free to discuss or talk about this stuff but I, I, you can't live like that where yeah. I, I don't want to have my mind censored yeah because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what happens yeah, yeah yeah is you stop thinking about these important things and understanding their significance because you're not allowed Basically, to talk about them in any environment Tim is asking if we were notified if it's removed no but we found lots of other things that got removed so I'll put it this way: If I would want to leave, here we home, go. Someone's saying I've got several WeChat stickers of she, but none of my friends can receive any when I send them. Yeah, well, there you go. Like, yeah. what, a, what a surprise! Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'll put it this way: If if basically um, my life in Hong Kong felt like a corporate gig, where every everything I see, I'm like, okay, I, I can't say that. Oh, no, nah, but you. But that's like, like yeah, that's it. That. That's not a good. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, there's no point. I'm like China. Fucking have your thing. Yeah, I'm not in yeah. anymore. Yeah, that's, yeah. It, that's that's my hard line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's pretty much it for me. Yeah. And I'm really just wheeling around to get the guns on you because yeah, I'm yeah. very curious because you said to me recently. Yeah, that I'm, I'm, I had thoughts about that it, That you right? had thoughts about yeah. leaving, which to me was shocking. Yeah, because you, like, you this, yeah. are Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah, exactly. To me, you're the fucking face of Hong Kong. So this is why I say it's like week by week, day by day, right? Every day you got new news happening. This is suddenly changing. For example, now the government's got the whole, you know, uh, voluntary uh, medical checks and stuff like that. And you're like, well, this is... This well, you're a, talking about the COVID? Yeah, the COVID stuff. And it's basically every day you get a new piece of information. You're like, whoa, another rule has been bent. Well, just, just clarify what you're saying there. So they've offered free testing for everyone in the city. Yes. 
And basically what they've done is that the testing is uh, from, again, what I've read and the information I've read with my high-speed internet that I had to enjoy in my place. Uh, basically, the, the services will be provided by one of the Chinese companies that they've allowed to come into Hong Kong without any sort of registration. You get it? So it's like really weird. It's like, wait, so you bent all these rules to allow them to set up shop here to do this testing that you claim we need their help from. So then they're saying, okay, so we want to offer this to all of Hong Kong. Now, first of all, you know, you've lost trust in the government and you're thinking like, I'm not going to go anywhere close to this service because who knows what they're going to do with my information, right? Now you might say, oh, they won't do anything. We'll discard it. I'm like, you know what? I've lost all trust in you and I don't believe you will stick to your word. So therefore, things like that, you're like, if that can happen, what's going to happen tomorrow? You get it? What other rule are they going to bend to allow, you know, this inequality of services? So it's, it's Animal Farm. You know, all animals are equal, except uh, some animals are more equal than others. Like, how do these guys get to establish shop here in Hong Kong without registering or going through the proper procedures? It's like saying, you know, you want to bring a comedian, you have to go through all this visa work. Oh, yeah. this, this next guy, this next uh, comedy club, yeah, they can bring anyone down. It's fine. That's what happened to Turner. Yeah. That's exactly what happened to Turner. Yeah. And you, and you he was pissed, running right? the ice cream company and they made them lose all this money. They had to create a whole license that they got for their ice cream trucks. Yeah. And then someone copied their ice cream trucks parked it next to them completely unlicensed yeah and he asked them to find the unlicensed trucks yeah that were parking next to his trucks yeah they just started finding his trucks which yeah. had a license and there you go that's exactly what's happening you get it so so that's actually why i'm thinking like whoa this is not good dude this is like unfair treatment completely tim's saying but our dear leader lamb promised that our data will be protected i'm sorry i can't see that message it's been, <laughs> been deleted <laughs> oh the words she says so what do you think would would be like you'd look at it and go that's it i would say basically number one when all the services are government controlled so let's say for example basically it becomes a communist place as in like the government now owns everything if they tell me like yeah you know we own your flat technically as well i don't think that would ever happen i don't think so as well but then again i mean you wouldn't because never... they, that's not their strategy in mainland china you know well again today it's not tomorrow like i said i mean well, one no, year I, well, ago, I don't think it would ever be and the reason I say that is because they don't need it. The way that the party maintains control, it's in a great book called The Party by Richard yeah, McGregor, yeah. Yeah. is that they have a division called CMO in English, which is basically like the HR department for the whole country. Yeah. And they will allocate party members to senior positions of private companies. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they so have, the, they so have they, that. So that there's no real difference in influence between an SEO and a private company because key positions of power are held exactly by so that's CCP my members. point so it's it's kind of like what they've done with hong kong U. they've got the board of directors to be all their guys so they have control over hong kong U. you get it so by doing that hong kong U is technically independent but it's controlled by our guys okay so you're not saying that it's it's like on the face of it is part no, of the I, but you when you see that the control has been lost yeah yeah then you go like in all so, services yeah 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 exactly yeah when so, you're like, so univer what else are you talking about Univ well i mean universities. generally like for example medical if like the hospital authorities and everything were like run by, you know, let's say the public hospitals aren't run by the government. Well, they are, but like the board and everything is still Hong Kongers. You know, if later on, they kind of infiltrated more where there are more, uh, you could say the CC party people taking care of it, where they make decisions, you know, and then you again, it's the idea that they're basically slowly, slowly seeping into our system. That's supposed to be technically independent. It's like the judiciary system here. It's supposed to be independent, but it's clearly not anymore now. You know, there are more and more CCP influenced judges. You know, so a lot, like for example, like the guy who chopped up people gets told by the judge, like, well, you know, I could totally understand why he'd do that. It's like, what? You know, it's like, well, you know, you guys pissed him off. What? 
Yeah, with your posters, you know, about the anti protest posters. That's why he was upset. That's why he chopped you guys. I'm sorry, what? That was from a judge. This happened? Yeah, dude. And so the judge actually said these words. I was like, this is kind of a weird example that you But I'm saying up. this is that the that judge happened. was kind of more sympathetic to the guy who had the knife who chopped up kids in a tunnel. There's a technical reason or a technical explanation for when it becomes problematic because judges actually have things that they're supposed to adhere to yeah. and like priorities. And, yeah. and in the West, the number one is justice. Yes. So whether they're doing a good job or not, yeah. like even before you get to the, the, um, how effective or how yeah, yeah, yeah. The good the judges stuff, yeah. are there's actually the structure of their job yeah and in china in mainland china justice is like the seventh thing yeah so that's priority number one it's, i can't remember i've looked it up it was like number one is like the president number two is like the party yeah and there's all of these priorities that have to be met in their yeah. judgment yeah before so they get to justice so that's right? what i mean it's like saying okay I'll, I'll put it this way i thought about it where it's like hong kong is a comedy club right and then you want to do your gigs and everything now the booker this is a theoretical theoretical yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, it is a joke clearly this is a Detroit. yeah the so like club you, that never you, opens you, you do your you, you pay your dues and everything you do your open mics and everything and then the the booker picks comedians not on quality of stage performance but on like, hey, do I like you? Are you my race? And you're like, dude, this is terrible. I don't want to be in this club anymore. It's also most comedy clubs. Well, yeah, but my point <laughs> is that that's, so that's still a comedy club. But I'm saying the power of Hong Kong is that it's not supposed to be like that. Get it? But when it does turn in, it's kind of like saying the, the previous comedy club I used to go to all the time. It was very biased. If I like you, you get a lot of stage time. You get a headliner spot. So I'm like, well, that's not really healthy for the scene. You get yeah. It? Well, so, you gotta you gotta have your merit, meritocracy structured properly. Exactly. So you have a lot of those issues. So I'm saying, if it came to that, where it's all about, you know, I mean, we all know the who knows who kind of effect, the networking effect, what we have in general life. But I'm saying, if that became the only way that you know you ple pledge allegiance to this or you're loyal to this and you get everything, I'm like, well, then the game's no fun anymore. Like I said, it's like the comic club, same deal. If you showed loyalty, you gain a lot of stage time, and I'm like, well, that's no fun. It's not fair. It's not fair, and it's no fun for the craft. You get it? Yeah. The whole craft suffers because now you just got guys who are not good, but just your friend. Are you ever concerned about like you? I the the uncertainty in the the new law and stuff like that. Yeah. Has I think been structured something I'm very familiar with. It's been structured to ferment self censorship. Yeah. So it's ambiguous, right? You know, really so sure. people are really erring on the side of caution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would say that some of the stuff you're doing doesn't seem to err on the side of caution. Yeah. Well, so that's the thing is that if you if we start all self-censoring, then you lose every little effort you've done. It's kind of like saying, again, coming back to comedy club in general for myself. So when I first started comedy, I was managed and everything, right? So I was managed about four years. And then after that, I kind of thought to myself. Like, By a manager here? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do I know you, them? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so for you, and then like I was thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, I think I could do this. Like, yeah, I, sure. I see what's going on. I can handle all this kind of stuff. That's an interesting observation, actually, because globally, yeah, uh, in in the business of stand up, there is a real question about whether people need agents. Yeah, because and the, a lot of them are saying, "Why am I paying this guy ten to fifteen percent? Yeah, I can do this myself, or yeah. my manager can do this." Yeah, exactly. And then the thing is that with the internet, contacting the talent is not as difficult as before. You would no, not know not how to get all. to them. Yeah, but right? but but the reality but the is that you're an you're an organized person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most comics exactly. So that's the thing. So then, okay, so. I do that and I, you know, get out of it and I, you know, do my own thing. And initially, obviously, it's a bit tough. You know, you have to figure things out. But then over time, you get used to it and you're good with it. 
and it, you know that that works out for me so i would say it's just the general idea but then the thing is that you would you would grow over time you get it so even here in hong kong is that i i put it this way is that living in hong kong i have a feeling that things are going to keep changing all the time but it's a matter of how flexible are you to go with the times you get it so that's why like this week if you told me, are you still feeling like you want to leave? I'm like, well, you know, it has improved a little bit in a way, but it's also gone bad over there. So, I'm What do to... you think on a balance of probabilities it's going to be for you in 10 years, like at the, at the city? Are you going to be okay with it? I feel in 10 years' time, it's it's going to be black or white for me. Either I'll be long gone and I'll probably never, ever come back, or I'm going to be here and be like, let's stick it out, man. Let's do this. Because yeah. I don't know, like, again, like I said, week by week. I mean, last week, you would have never imagined, like, sanctions and this is and that's happening, you know, in a week's time. Dude, the Americans have come in hard. That's my point. So I'm saying, like... You and think that's a good thing? The sanctions? Yeah. I, I, I have no comment. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you not see my good mood in this room that we're sweating in? I'm not complaining right, about the dude, heat. Dude, I am sweating <laughs> like I should be talking so callously. <laughs> I don't know what the AC. I feel like, yeah, that's like, why I'm like, I, am I scared? Am I putting you on the spot? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just the room heat, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like sweating bullets here. Yeah, like, man. Somebody open a window. A couple yeah. of questions from the group here. Right. By the way, in a minute, I want to take a caller. Once I've finished grilling my, my buddy Vivek. So if someone <laughs> wants to call in, I'll, we'll take it. Um, question from Patrick. He said, okay, is Hong Kong going to get worse over the next few years and people exiting? I think we're kind of people answering exiting, that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. People are exiting now. I yeah, think COVID's kind of stopped the exiting. But the process a lot of, of Do you exiting. know what the number one reason I've seen people exiting for has been that they've lost their job. Yes. And it's too expensive a city to live in if for you don't sure. have a job. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. The, that, in fact, I think that's the only reason I've seen anyone leave. Yeah. For now, definitely, because like with COVID and everything, it's so hard to get out. I mean, if you're gonna have to get out, because you have no choice of you can't stay. That's why yeah. you're out of there. Yeah, yeah. But people are definitely. Oh, don't worry, man. I've got like so many people talking to me about their B and Os and everything. I'm like, yep, people are definitely ready to go. What's B and O? A British National Overseas Passport. Oh, really? The one oh, that, yeah. yeah. The one so that pretty much Hong about, have. So you're talking about local people leaving. A lot of them, yeah. A lot of local local people are leaving. Well, they, they're doing the immigration process. They say with the BNO passports, you can go to uh, UK because they've changed the policy. No, now. I knew about that. I just yeah. didn't know if people were taking it up. Oh yeah, oh for sure. I also just... didn't know if it was like they'd made a statement about it and actually done it. So it's, it's happening. Oh, dude, people are taking it up, man. Really? It's happening. Do you it's reckon happening. they're just getting a foot in there, or you reckon they're gone? Oh uh, no, I think foot in there initially. Foot in there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. that makes sense. I, I don't think everyone's going like picking it's, up. It's, it's stuff the same situation. Like for me, it's like. I've got a foot in places I can go. Yeah. So people never thought of that. Like, but no, if I didn't, I might leave, but I do. So like, if I need to leave, I can leave. Yeah. Um, another question. Uh, just a couple of questions here. Sorry. i got to move up. So Nick was saying, oh, I am capable of writing jokes that don't involve Trump or the CCP. I think most political jokes are lazy and look forward to seeing non-political comedy. Good political okay, comedy. So I put it this way: uh, there's two levels of political jokes I tell people. So first of all, the level one is that you just mention the news, and the news itself is funny. Like, did you hear what Trump said? Blah, 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 right. But then the level two is when you add your own value. I keep saying, telling people, like, the joke. You, if you just mentioned me, what's funny in the news? I could have done that myself. I just think funny is independent of anything else. For sure. For if sure. something's not funny, it's not because it's political. It's because it's not. It's funny. not funny. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 What What I'm saying is that. I value and respect the comedian who adds their own value to the funny political. I just news. value the funny. Yeah, yeah. Know? Like, and I do think that it's harder to be political and funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just about being funny. Yeah. And I fair think usually what you see is a lot of people who get a bigger platform because they're political. When if they were just 
their career was advancing based on how funny they yeah, are. Yeah. They just wouldn't be on that platform. Oh, for sure. In Hong Kong, there are a lot of like uh, brands that are all about political stuff and they're really? known for that. Yeah. What, I mean, what kind of brands are we talking like, about? For example, uh, Chapman Toe, he has a show. He, oh, right. right? Yeah. So he's sure. all about the politics. Yeah. But, but you know what? Yeah. I heard it wasn't very political. Well, the one in, you mean the one that's coming up? The one that he just did. Oh, no, 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 uh, Who's, Maybe it's not Chapman Tove. There was some guy that sold out, like, Yeah, yeah, the, Star. Uh, yeah, yeah, Star Hall. Yeah. He's I, not done it yet. It should be later on. There was one there recently. Oh, okay, okay, And okay. it was not political. I don't think it's him then. It was, I, I find it, dude, it was, the, way, yeah. it was a, it was clearly, like, pitched as a political show. Yeah. Oh, no, no, it's not. I know you're talking about. No, no, no. He's, he's, uh, and it wasn't lum, very political. Uh, no, there's a, okay, he's like, he had the, the yellow most, poster, right? Uh, he, Chapman Toe has a yellow poster. Oh, okay. Have I confused yeah. him? This guy is, I know you're talking about, he's the 100 most brand. There's a brand in Hong Kong, 100 most. It caters to like more younger audiences. And he's, I think, the founder slash head guy. And he's one of those guys where he does touch upon politics, but he's not as political as, let's say, Chapman Yeah, I heard so, it wasn't really yeah, yeah, political. Yeah, it wasn't. No, no, no. He, yeah. he, was, he was more just like a person kind of talking his mind. Okay, here we go. A couple more questions. Uh, Patrick's asking, where do they go if they leave? Obviously, England has been a, a big lot one. Of UK, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but I think, you know, people tend to go, like, Canada's a big one, Can Australia's Canada's a big one. a huge one, yeah. Canada, yeah. Uh, usually Canada, UK, and Australia are the three big ones. The US the is difficult. So that because it's a people... dumpster fire and you can't get visas anyway. Yeah, exactly. You have that as well. So yeah, usually those are the big ones. Because it's hard to land a plane in a in a burning hole. <laughs> uh question from Tim Choi. Local friends, or is he, no, not a question, but local friends of mine are definitely looking for ways out via yep. BNO. Yep. Yeah. Uh Peter saying in a Reuters article from June, their source mentions 120,000 BNO applications yeah. in 2019 compared to 17,000. In the previous two, yep, yep, yep. two years before that. Yeah. Um, let's do a call out. We're about to hit an hour. You guys said we wanted to do this a bit longer. So I'm do I'm going a bit long today. Does anyone want to call in before we uh before we go somewhere where we're not melting into our seats? <laughs> um, I'll give you guys a minute. If no one dials in, we'll just talk shit for another few minutes and then we'll wrap it up. Yeah. But uh this, so, I'm pretty uh, happy this worked actually. <laughs> no chipmunk stuff. Or... Nick wants to test his mic. Hey, oh just Okay, Nick's coming in. Here we go. How do I take? Oh shit, we need headphones. Yeah, we need wear on. headphones. Uh, you need that one. Okay, okay. Just give me a sec. Um, and Nick, if you could please do me a favor and don't be making ice, that would be great. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Nick, how you doing, man? Just testing the mic. Do I sound okay? Yeah, we got yeah. you. Well, you sound like a chipmunk, but <laughs> do, I, do I really? Kidding. No, 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 I'm joking. Oh, okay, perfect, perfect. No, I just wanted to say, hey, I mean, I'm new to stand-up. I literally started in January of 2020. I stopped teaching and went into comedy. And uh, so what advice do you give to a new guy? Starting in stand-up? Huh? Uh, yeah. Did you – so, I mean, really, the first year of doing stand-up, you just need to figure out what is your relationship with stand-up. Because stand-up is not – there. most people want to do stand-up when it's really good and easy. And you need to figure out if you're able to keep doing it regularly when it gets a little bit tougher or you feel a bit lost or you can't get the opportunities you want. And it's less about what jokes you're writing and it's more about just getting up as much as you can, try to get as much advice as you can from people about your material and, and just keep trying new stuff. That's not to say you should be refining your old stuff, but make sure you're not just doing the same set every time you get up and record every set. 
I think that's the most important thing I would say. Record oh, yeah. every set, listen to it, use that feedback loop to keep developing your act and just try to fall in love with stand-up. You can't force it. But, yeah, you can. But I you got to figure out if it works for you. I fully agree with the record your set. Like, I would actually highly recommend you film your set down because one thing you can do is that when you go back home like the next day, watch your video and you become the audience to see what you actually look like on stage. You know what? I just am getting into this. Yeah. It's I good. It's just, very it's, useful. It's so much harder to set up because you always do it. You're very yeah, good at yeah, it. You yeah, and yeah. Tim are great at it. Having video does matter a lot because yes. you, especially when you're starting, you do weird things on stage yeah, subconsciously. Yeah, way, you yeah. don't realize and you like, you need to see it to take control of it. Yeah. So, so that's one thing. And also don't forget, like when you're famous and stuff 10 years later, that footage is going to be expensive. Netflix will yeah. pay a lot of money. <laughs> oh my God. I pay a lot of money to bury my first year <laughs> footage. There's a- so that's the one thing I would say, film it and watch it the next day. So but you become the audience. You know, if you watch it the night you've just done comedy, you're still too fresh in your mind. But the next day you kind of have a fresh set of eyes. Watch yourself and ask yourself like, oh, what about that did I like? Or what about that did I not like? And also your memory of a set is not like, it's not 2020, you know. You can have a bad set, but one joke works and you'll tell yourself that the whole set went well. But like having that recording allows you to really dice it up and say, all right, what is working? What isn't working? And be surgical about it, you know. And just try to figure out what is the way that works for you to, to work on your material. Yeah. Sure. I think that's the best thing. So uh, I guess my follow-up question to that is, well, I do record myself at home, actually. I record myself about four or five times just so I get the cadence and the timing down. And I usually kind of gauge it myself. If I think it's funny or, or if it has a good rhythm, then I'll do that on stage. But I agree with you that you know sometimes you don't really hear the laughter from the audience. You don't know. When you're it doing it at home? Well, <laughs> you know, but when you're on stage as well, sometimes you're just you you'll talk over your talk over the laughter and you just didn't yeah. really hear. The yeah, laugh that you that's had. more of like a technical side to stand up, like knowing how to. You know, Louis C.K. once said that the stand up the the audience is your instrument, which is kind of weird from a guy who used to jack up in front of the audience. <laughs> but hey, it's an instrument. No, but but it's true. That's like you've got to play the rhythm, and they're gonna give you different reactions that you need to pace yourself into and you need to kind of build that into your instincts it's just from doing it lots and lots the only thing i would warn only warning i would say is doing it at home can give you a tendency to over prepare how you say it and it can sound a little less in the moment when you're on like stage. Like a presentation or yeah. a speech. Yeah, yeah. So one thing I actually tell people, I personally don't like to sit at home and like look into a camera or in, into the mirror and shoot my set. I'll put it in like point forms. I'll have like, you know, a point A, point B, point C. And when I'm on stage, what I'm doing is that I kind of have the skeleton that I want to go from here to there to there. But exactly what words I use will be dependent when I'm on stage. Because, you know, if the audience is laughing a bit more, then I might say a few more words just to kill time until my next sentence. And also, remember, when you talk to friends, you're not coming to your friends with a script. You know, with a prepared script, you're just there with ideas in your head. Like, oh, I want to tell them about that time I went down to the supermarket and I saw the apples. Right. So you have that and you go with it. So what you find with comedy is that you're not on stage presenting a prepared speech. You're kind of talking like a friend. And if you allow yourself a bit of leeway of, you know, going, saying words on the spot, then that way it becomes more natural. Because there have been so many guys who are like, you know, world class speakers who come to an open mic night and you're like, this guy's talking too proper. Nobody yeah, wants to hear a guy like... it's just a bit... It sounds... I can listen to an open micer and go, oh, they've been preparing this at home. Yeah, you would just know. It's too well done. It, well, it's just... It's got that like... Their, their rhythm 
isn't acknowledging the rhythm of the crowd. Yeah, I, 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 I usually tell people this. It's kind of like, you know, uh, you can learn to cook through recipe books with like exact perfect, perfect measurements and everything. But remember, like the grandma that made that perfect, you know, bolognese sauce. She probably didn't be like, OK, I need exactly 500 milliliters of water. She's like, you know, I just pour some water in here. This looks good. We're done. There you go. That's, that's the Vivek analogy perfectly. Hey, Nick, thanks so much for dialing in, man. It's good to chat to you. Yeah, later. See thanks, you, dude. Let's get, uh, let's get one more person. Is there anyone? Can, can, you got time? Can sure, you yeah, one yeah, more? Yeah, we got a bit of time. You know yeah. Let's get, if, if anybody else wants to dial in, we'll take another call. Tim Choi saying, man, I didn't realize stand-up was this precise. Oh. I always thought it was off-the-cuff moments for the comedians. Yeah, but like the off-the-cuff moments are built in to... Trying to think what's a good analogy. It's, it's here. basically like it's kind of the gel between your two bits that you have, and depending on the audience reaction. If the audience is into it, you kind of just add a bit of you know, off the cuff. Yeah, I mean, you can there. be off the cuff, but you also are moving in and out of things that are prepared. Yeah. It's kind of like we give you the illusion that it's off. The, it's kind of like the magician was like, Is this your card? It's not. Huh? What the hell? It's like, Yeah, he knew that. <laughs> he knew that wasn't your card. Yeah. That'd be good improvised magic. Yeah. You're like, is this your card? I literally don't know yeah, if it's your exactly. card. Yeah, exactly. The answer is yes and. <laughs> it is your card and you are great. Are you guys going to do, oh, Patrick's saying, are you guys going to do more skits now that Mama Hoo Hoo has ended? Uh, I'm not sure. I haven't had a lot of success with sketches. Yeah. And the problem for me is they're so time consuming. Yeah, with the angle, like the writing, the oh, acting, writing, the framing, getting people. Editing. Yeah, I mean, we spent ten hours shooting something that we didn't release. I would like you to understand one thing. Notice how this podcast has minimum editing. That already tells you our personality. Yeah, this is where and, we're at. I'm like, like, we want to do live. Press a button, and you do, just ask us questions. Yeah. Do, do you understand how we've we've simplified? We we used to record this podcast, record it, take it out of an SD card into a computer, and, and then that was too it. much for us. Yeah. <laughs> now it's like you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna press one button, speak, and end it, and go home. All right. We got any more callers? If anyone calls in now, we will take it. Otherwise, uh, we're gonna jump off. Um, but I think that might be us. Hey. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Sorry about the little bit of uh, today. Sorry about the little bumpy ride at the beginning. Yeah, in the beginning. But pretty good. We're not chip no, I think we're not chipmunking it. Yeah. I mean, it's sounding clear. No echoes. I think we've done it. We are professional podcasters doing live shows for an hour plus talking to people. Oh, Tim, we got a butt. Uh-oh. We'll, we'll wait for that. Uh -oh. What about the business that closed down in October? <laughs> He's talking about the Wuhan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Hey, man, let me tell you that. That was tough. That was tough. You know, I mean, I remember knowing everything about that particular business. Well, I was hoping he'd ask me about the businesses that closed down in Changchun, you yeah. know, which I also don't know anything about. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, you know what? I, I, the, what? Funny story. I actually found out all the information about the business in Wuhan that closed down. Unfortunately, I mixed it up with my meal that I wanted to microwave. And I put it in my microwave, heated it up, and it blew up. So I have no information now. Thanks wow. to the guy who that made an it. ice pick microwave. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whatever. That was, what was that? What I have no idea. Doing? <laughs> um, all right, guys. Thanks so much. We're going to do this again next Sunday. We really appreciate you tuning in. And uh, we'll talk to you then. See you. Bye. Bye.